This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Real pleasure to be joined by the general manager of the Calgary Flames here on Sports Talk with Jock Brad Trilliving after a very, very busy weekend. Mr. Trilliving, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Jock. How are you? Excellent. Well, it was a, it was a very eventful weekend for the Calgary Flames organization. It never stops this hockey business. Uh, uh, first of all, the trade that everybody's talking about, uh, uh, you make the decision to bring in a Travis Hamannick. And, 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 and for those that don't know, uh, because we don't see a lot of the New York Islanders here in the West, uh, what kind of player are the Calgary Flames getting? Well, this is a guy. He's a he's a he's a big right shot defenseman, um, and I'd say, you know, he's a two way defenseman. Um, Travis's calling card is probably more on the defensive side. He's a he's a hard nosed defender, um, plays hard around his net, um, has an edge to him. But he he's there's he can move a puck. He's mobile, um, so I think he's going to fit in. Um, extremely well. It's still early, and we don't necessarily start breaking down line combinations and at the end of June. But you know, if you look how our defense is set up, uh, you know, with that top four and um, the opportunity for him to slide in there with TJ, um, you know, it, it, it. I know talking with Glenn as we were going through the process, it's something that the coaches are excited about, um, and I think the the fans will come to really appreciate Travis's game. And, and the other part of this, Jacques, is we're adding just a real tremendous individual. Um, right. You know, he's got high, high character, very competitive get, uh, young man, fits in with our age group. So um, we're excited to get him. Obviously, you know, you, you know the value too, because, you know, the contract that he's locked into. Is it also safe to say that Michael Stone now is, is probably not in play anymore? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Um, you know, we're we're we're... You know, with the additions of Mike Smith and Travis Hamannick, we think we've um, we're, we're we're excited about adding those two people. But we still have work to do. Um, um, we're continuing to look at our blue line. Uh, Michael, we've 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 entered now this this talking period where he's able to talk to other clubs. And I know that um, you know getting the free agency um, can be an exciting time for a player. So uh, we're continuing to talk with his representatives. We still would like to. Um, to do something else with our defense. So uh, we'll see how the next few days play out. Boy, if you could get Michael Stone under contract, that would be a major coup for the Calgary Flames. You know, I, I love your top four right now, but uh, all of a sudden uh, you'd have a, a pretty nice uh, top six. But uh, we'll see how that one plays out. Uh, you, you talk about Travis Hamannick playing with a little bit of an edge and, and obviously losing Derek Anglin, who was, you know, a, a real, real solid guy in the dressing room. I know the teammates really loved him. He played, uh, you know, on the edge a little bit too. So uh, that, that's probably an important element for this team, I think, moving forward. Oh, it certainly is. You, you know, you, you have to have a blend. And, uh, you know, when we look at Gio Gio, we all know how competitive he is. And Dougie Hamilton and Brody with their their skating ability and, and ability to move pucks. Um, you know, to add, add Travis in his game, he does. He brings that, you know, he brings a, a, a physical element to his game. Um, but to play defense in today's game, it's you got to be able to think it well. you got to be able to move. Um, and you got to be able to transition a puck, and uh, um, he does all those things while incorporating a little bit of an edge and and being a hard guy to play against around his net. Um, he's a tremendous penalty killer, and, and you know, is, and is able to log big minutes. If you look at him, you know, for a large majority of his career, he's been a top top pairing defenseman in, in on the island, and uh, you know, at, at a couple of years ago, was logging in excess of 25 minutes a night. So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you add a guy who can eat a lot of minutes and you put him with the other three there. We like how that's sort of shaping up. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously you give up assets in the Dougie Hamilton trade. You give up assets in, in the Hamannick trade. Uh, some people suggested this weekend the Flames are all in. Uh, do you, you know, and I guess that's the ultimate goal, isn't it, Brad? Yeah, and I've heard that. And, um, you know, I guess my, my comment would be you're always trying to be all in. I don't, right. I don't necessarily know what that, <laughs> that means. Um, we certainly have... You know, to acquire these two players, we've we've traded draft picks, which is always difficult to do. Um, but you have to give to get to 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 think that you're going to be able to acquire players like Dougie Hamilton and Travis Hamonic for for free. It's it's not reality. So you analyze the, you know, you work the deal, um, you analyze it, and then you overlay that to okay, adding this player, knowing that you're paying a. Uh, a steep price for it what does it do to your team so we felt in the end it was a price we were willing to pay um but it's not it's it, it's not lost on us that um that we paid a significant price uh but as far as y'all in we're trying to make our team better and uh you do that every day and this at this point in time we looked at a a player that can come in and solidify a top four it gives us and the coaches lots of options um and and I said when I got here three years ago that our philosophy is to build from your blue line out. Uh, we've been able to acquire a couple of what I think are real good young defensemen, right shot defensemen that are hard to come by. Um, and we're going to continue to grow the group. And, mm-hmm. and uh, um, you know, we think we're a better team today than we were, you know, Saturday morning. Uh, true enough. Uh, Flames General Manager Brad Trilliving, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, obviously, Mike Smith was in town today, too. And uh, I had Mike on the show last week, and, and this guy said he's over the moon to be here in Calgary. And, and Flames fans are saying, hey, didn't we say the same thing last year when, when Brian Elliott was brought in? I said, yeah, but let's, let's see how this one plays out. Hey, one thing we know about Mike Smith, you know, he didn't have a very good team in front of him last year, had some very, very good numbers. Uh, a few years ago, in 2012, he was outstanding, won a world championship, obviously, with Team Canada as well. Yeah, can really handle the puck, and, and maybe... Maybe that's what's overlooked, you know, with a guy like Mike Smith, because a puck handling goaltender can really help not only, you know, some young forwards, but obviously the defensive core as well. Yeah, no question. I, I know Mike from my time in Arizona. He's a he's a, just an elite athlete. Um, he's a big man, but he may be as athletic as anybody I've, I've been around. Um, keeps himself in great shape. Um, and you're right. I, I always joke with Mike, the number one job is to stop the puck, but he does bring an element that you – you know, as an opposition, you game plan against, and as a teammate, you can game plan for, and that's his ability to move the pockets. It's like having another defenseman out there. Um, he'll give you a, he'll give you some gray hair sometimes, and and uh, um, when he goes through that process, but he's he's as good as anybody in the league at, you know, and it, and and what it does do, Jock, is it, you know, ultimately defending and all those types of things. They're best served. The, you have more success with the least amount of time you spend in your end, and he helps. He helps get the puck moving the other way. Um, so I think you'll see a real, you know, a different flavor than what we've w- 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 having him here. He's he's as good as anybody in the NHL. So I know him and his family are excited to be here, um, and he's a guy who's been a number one goaltender for um, a number of years in the league. He knows. He knows the challenges that go with that, both physically and mentally, and um, he's excited to get here with our group. And he's got a great beard, so there you go. So that playoff beard's already happening. So. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's go back to the draft this weekend, and uh, you know, Friday night, uh, your number one pick, 16th overall, uh, Yuso Valamaki. Uh, what can you tell me about the the young defenseman from the Tri City Americans? 
Yeah, he's he's you know over the last few years, uh, Finland's really become a, a, a factory, um, and we've seen a lot of top players come out of there. Um, Yusso's another one of those. He's a he's a real good sized uh, two way defenseman. He can move very well. This year had a real breakout year offensively. Uh, I, was, I think just over sixty points. In the, the Western Hockey League, he was the highest-scoring draft-eligible player or defenseman in that league. Um, and, but but a real solid defender as well. He thinks the game extremely well. Um, he's a competitive guy. Um, and again, he moves. He can move and move a puck. So we were, you know, I was saying going into this draft, it was a tight draft. And when you're sitting at 16, you can you try to plan for all of the different circumstances. This is a guy that our our scouts had their their eyes on for the last number of months here since sort of the season's ended and they're, we're, we're kind of predicting how things might fall. We were hoping he'd be there for us. Um, I think this guy's going to be a, a an NHLer for a long time and a top four defenseman for a long time. And, and you see as... You know, we witnessed uh, on Saturday, and we talk about Travis, the the value the top four defensemen have in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, we think this kid, this kid is a um, is going to be a real good player. He's going to need some time, um, but a strong, sturdy body and a guy who I think is. Uh, um, our fans are going to be excited to see. Well, you're bang on. You, you saw what Nashville did with their top four. You, you know what Anaheim is all about with their top four. You, you certainly, as you say, built from the uh, uh, the back end out. Uh, qualifying offers made to a couple of young defensemen, Tyler Witherspoon and obviously Brett Kulak. And, and, and you've got to think this is make or break time. You know, there are spots available on this team heading into a brand new season. We we don't know what's going to happen with the 5-6 the spot at this point. I, I know Bartkowski is, is under contract. Uh, you know, obviously th- th- there's an opportunity for one of these young guys, I think, to step up. Uh, and, and where does this put Erasmus Anderson and I guess Oliver Shillington? I guess it's a wide open battle. Yeah, we'll see how things play out. I mean, those—the one thing you want to do is, um, you know, in, in, in part of this deal is we protected um, those young defensemen um, and not having to include them in in in, in the transaction. Um, you know, when they're ready is when they're going to be ready, and everybody's takes different times and and the development curve is not the same for everyone um what we certainly don't want to do is put him in a position to to fail so um i think we're we're all excited about some of the young prospects um but that's what they are right now as prospects so um let's we want to be cautious here um but i think as we look at how our blue line sets up not only now but in the future um we've got some young people um and young people that are going to be here um you know, and, and play here for a long time. When they get here, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are young people that we want to make sure that we're we're doing the right things with them, and and uh, we're not jamming them in and rushing them into situations they're not ready for. A couple of young defensemen were not qualified today: Ryan Culkin and and Kenny Morrison. I, I don't think Flames fans are, are totally shocked on that. Uh, Flames fans are a little surprised with Alex Chase. On what's up with Alex Chase? On why did you not qualify him? I'm sure there's a story behind the story. Yeah, we liked Alex, and Alex had a good year for us. And um, you know, per per the CBA, he's you know he's reached a stage where he's got arbitration rights. We've we had a couple of conversations with his representatives, um, um, and right now, you know, we made the decision not to qualify him. That would automatically trigger his his you know the ability for him to 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 um, arbitrate his his next contract. Um, we wanted to be in a position where we weren't tied to to that, um, and we wanted to. 
sort of step outside the arbitration process. Um, by us not qualifying him today doesn't necessarily, you know, rule out uh, the return of Alex. Well, I talked to his representatives before we did that and said we, we like Alex. Uh, we want to see how the next little few days play out here. Um, it continues to give us some flexibility from a cap standpoint. Um, and we'll see how we go. You know, we've we've added a guy, a young guy, Curtis Lazar, who's able to play the wing and is a right shot and can play center. So we just we didn't want to tie ourselves into a, a situation from an arbitration standpoint where um, we were locked in to a certain number, um, but rather have some some flexibility. And we'll we'll see how talks and our dis- discussions go forward with. Uh, Brad, final question for you because uh, July first is coming up, and uh, you've been out—you haven't been afraid to to make some signings on July first. Um, is it fair to say, though? You know, we talked about Michael Stone earlier. That maybe you'll look at in house, you know, before you go out of house and uh, and and make a big splash. Or are you, as you say, you're always looking to improve your team? Uh, but I guess it is a salary cap world we're living in, too. Yeah, and that, that's as we see it now. We've you know we've made a, a significant move here with Travis. Um, and Mike, we're going to continue to look at our defense and see if there's ways that we can help ourselves there. Um, you know, quite frankly, we still have some expiring contracts. We talked about Michael Stone. Right. You know, Christopher Stieg is somebody that we continue to talk with. And, uh, you know, you, you have to manage your cap situation here. And I think uh, we are, we, we've, we've, We've had some contracts, excuse me, contracts that expired this year that gave us some um, some space and some flexibility. Now we want to be prudent how we use that. And uh, one of the good things, Jock, for where the situation we're in is a lot of the big pieces that we've got here are locked up. Obviously, we've got restricted free agents and Sam Bennett and Michael Furlan that need new deals, and we'll get new contracts for them. Um, but you you you've, you're planning for. October, but you also have to look out a year and two years and beyond uh, and make sure that, you know, you're predicting uh, where contracts might go. You know, we saw what Matthew Kachuk did in his rookie season. It'll be, you know, it won't be that long uh, from now that he'll need a new contract. So we want to be prudent. July 1st for us isn't about making a splash or making headlines. It's if, if we can make our team better. Um, and do something that makes sense, and then we'll look at it. Hey, Brad, uh, really appreciate your time tonight on Sports Talk with Jock. Thanks so much, and uh, I, I know your summer doesn't start yet. July 1st is right around the corner, but uh, I hope you get a little bit of time off this summer. I appreciate it, Jock. Thank you very much. Flames General Manager Brad Trilliving here on Sports Talk with Jock. Boy, it was a busy weekend for the Calgary Flames. And, and hey, are the Calgary Flames better today than they were at the end of the season? Uh, I think so. You know, but again, we don't know. We're going to have to see if Mike Smith plays out as well as we hope he's going to play out. We said the same thing about Brian Elliott last year. Uh, Travis Hamanick, I think, is a little bit of an upgrade on Michael Stone, but is he a huge upgrade on Michael Stone? But boy, if they could re-sign Michael Stone and get him into the mix as well, that would be unbelievable for the Calgary Flames. It would, you know, the top four would be great. Uh, Michael Stone is a a five or six guy. That would be fantastic. I I don't think that's going to happen. I'd be very surprised if that did happen. But hey, stranger things have happened in the National Hockey League. All right, we got to take a break with Sports Talk with Jock. We're going to come back with the Sports Geek of the Day. But before we do that, I got to qualify one of our listeners for the football flyaway to Montreal. Uh, This is a fantastic package. If you qualify, you could win 
the trip for two, which includes round-trip airfare on the Stampeders' private charter, accommodations, dinner with the team on July the 13th, an official Calgary Stampeder jersey, and of course, we're going to give you tickets to the game on July the 14th. Uh, so here's how you have to qualify tonight. Be the first correct caller through to tell me who was the defensive player of the game on Friday night, as selected by Greg Peterson. If you know who the de- defensive player of the game in that 31-31 tie was for the Calgary Stampeders, you're going to qualify for our football flyaway to Montreal. Phone lines are now open. We're going to come back a little bit more on the Sports Geek of the Day on News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock, weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.